My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Hi friends, welcome to Why Bloody Valentine. I'm Rich and I'm here with Carolyn. Hi. And we just watched The Dark and the Wicked. Can confirm, it is dark and it is wicked. It's dark. It is definitely dark. If you're not in the mood for dark, don't watch the movie. But Also, you should probably watch it in the dark because it's like the movie was literally dark. Like, yeah, you should watch this in the dark. If we didn't have to write, I would have turned the light off. Yeah, this is a movie to watch in the dark. You miss things if you don't watch it in the dark, I think. Probably. Like there's pictures of the devil yeah, in the movie should, that yeah. I don't think you'll see if it's not dark enough. Today was our highly anticipated annual pumpkin carving competition. Mm-hmm. I did a sugar skull. Carolyn did a dragon. I won within the first five minutes. Like the people. results thus far do not matter. Oh, Be- yeah. You said you'd give it a week. Because the true... Well, the true value of the competition is the friends we made along the way. Okay. And... People look forward. Even your friends voted for me. So people look forward to this all year. They do. These are our most interactive with posts on Facebook every year. Mm-hmm. So we yeah, like. I mean, there was a few people that like I don't talk to very much, but I texted them because I know that this is one of their favorite things with, yes. that we do. And I texted them. I was like, "Time to vote." And they're and they, I, I didn't have to say like what they were voting for or anything. I just said, "Go vote" or "Time to vote." And they were like, "Pumpkins!" Yes. <laughs> So this is as much for our friends and family as it is for us. Yeah. I actually tried to throw off the voters this year by not doing a horror character or like anything I'm into. So what have I done? I've done Misfits, mm-hmm. Slimer, mm-hmm. and then Elmo meme. on Fire. Yeah, that was a meme. So you know that those are me. Yeah. This year, I did the the Sugar Skull, which you would possibly think is Carolyn's. Yeah. Especially once you did a dragon, because you could possibly think Dorky Me would do a dragon. Right. It didn't work, though. Um, I was really feeling the Game of Thrones theme. Like, I, I, I thought about doing the Ice King, but I didn't know if people would get it. You right. know, only Game of Thrones people would get it. And dragons are definitely Game of Thrones, and mm-hmm. we're also, you know, watching the new spinoff or whatever, and that's yep. also about dragons. But also, if you don't watch Game of Thrones, it's still, dragons are pretty fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, it's still a cool fucking dragon. So, I was tr- I was like trying to throw off the troll rich crowd because I do think there's a certain segment of the voting populace that just wants me to lose. Of course, I mean I get the electoral votes and the popular vote. Yes, you do. So once they figure out which one is mine, I could possibly steal some of your votes just because I'm more popular. Correct. Than you. So it turns out in this case, all my scheming, all my plotting was for naught. Talent wins out over trickery. I am still undefeated. So maybe. I mean, we're at thirty to ten right now. Within the what? what are five we at? hours. Like five hours. Yeah. I mean, most people have already interacted that are going to. We might get a few more that trickle in tomorrow when the post that I yeah shared today it hasn't like really shared on yours yet. Right. So we might get a few more tomorrow, but I mm, yeah, because the voting it. the voting populace is very much skewed towards my friends. Not yeah, yours, and we wait for your for one friend being. to call it every year. We like do. he goes on there and he's like, "Good job on the win," you know. Like he always congratulates me, even though we haven't declared whose was whose yet. He still he knows it's mine, and he's like, "Good job." Yep. And he's already done that. Yes, so. he's already waved the white flag for me. Um, this will come out. Pretty much when the voting's over. I mean, it'll come out on day six of seven. It'll be over by day one and a half. So enough of that, though, or you'll spend an entire fucking winter at bragging camp. So we'll get on with the cast. All right. Just talk about the cast. I can take a nap. Second nap of the day. Marin Ireland plays Louise. She is best known for Umbrella Academy by the great. Um, fucking kidding me. 
I can't think of his name. The lead singer of My Chemical Romance, and I can't think of his fucking name. Bob. It's not Bob. Bill. Bailey. I cannot believe this. Drew. Steve. That's not even helping. Ralph. That's making it worse. Gerard Way? You never would have gotten a Gerard Way. Uh, she was also in I Am Legend and The Irishman. Michael Abbott Jr. plays Michael. I always, I always giggle when a character has the same name as an actor. I didn't hear you giggle. Do well, I giggle. <laughs> <laughs> I coughed a little bit in that giggle. I'm um, still getting over being sick. Uh, oh, yeah. Rich caught the cold that I had. It is now a man cold. Everyone feels sorry. Fever. Yeah. Feel sorry fever. for me. It was 100.2. Fever. That's barely a fever. Like, if I if I call the doctor and I had a baby with a fever of 100.2, they'd be like, mm. Right now, you do have a baby with a fever you're of 100.2. Right, you're right. Though, I mean, if I called nice that I had a husband with a fever of 100.2, they'd be like, oh, God. Call an ambulance. Yes. It makes my legs hurt, and I don't like that. Anyway, it's usually probably a coincidence when that happens, when the character is named the same as the actor, because like the roles are already written, the script's done mm-hmm. when they start casting. But it always reminds me of Tony Danza, who famously was just Tony in both the wildly popular shows, Taxi and Who's the Boss. Like, and was he too dumb? I always kind of assume Tony Danza's too much of an idiot to have another name. <laughs> but I think he had, he had another... Um, name in the garbage kicking garbage picking field goal kicking philadelphia phenomenon but it was like dino or something real crazy so yeah i just kind of assumed he's an idiot like i don't know that at all tony danza might be a really smart man but the man comes off as a complete fucking buffoon so i just assumed they had to call him tony because he wouldn't answer to anything else Mm -hmm. the only thing i know about him is that he cuts in line yeah Tony Danza cuts in line. A little system of a down. A uh, system of a down reference from my wife is. You're welcome. Way, way out there. It's hot, right? Yeah, I'm. I almost knocked the microphone over <laughs> with my erection. Oh my god! Keep going with the cast. Yeah, Tony Danza not in this movie, despite the fact that I just talked about him for two minutes. Continuing with continuing with our theme of characters with roles in movies and no names, we've got Ella Ballantyne as young girl. She hasn't been in anything you've seen. The mother was also called the mother, and for most of the movie, the dad was called father. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Lastly, we will go with Xander Berkeley as priest. Now, he does have a name, but not the character that shows up at the house as priest. That's a different person that they call. Oh, okay. Later on, different person. We have to include him because this is his second appearance on Why Bloody Valentine. What, really? Yes, he starred as the cheating husband Trevor Lyle in the original Candyman. Oh. Story stop. We have an audience today. It's it's a very annoying audience. It's called Stormageddon Dark Lord of oh All. God, stop. Actually, right now, it's Stormy Llewellyn because she's getting on our nerves. Yes, when she's bad, she, she's Stormy Llewellyn. Stop. Just lay down. And now on to the movie. We start out with goats at night. Hail Satan. So the goat is obviously a reference to the devil. That's why there's so many goats in this fucking movie. Right. It's a farm. This will essentially be the only location for the entire movie. You get this. You get Michael's house for about two minutes. You get the morgue. That's it. Mm Mm-hmm. Some lady doing some seamstress work in what I thought was an attic might be part of the barn. I yeah. don't really know. She was out. I mean, she was outside. Yeah, it was weird. Creepy fucking mannequins everywhere, which is scary stuff. Remember, like, the first episode of Doctor Who we ever saw was the one with the mannequins mm-hmm. that all came alive. Old lady is now calming the goats. She should kiss the goats. Oh, my God. That's a, goat re- a ghost reference and a goat joke. Ghost reference, goat joke. Hey, baby. Okay, you've sang twice Kiss now. Kiss the goat. That's too much. Oh. Stop. Kiss, kiss. Stop. Kiss the goat. Go. Okay. Farms at night in the middle of nowhere are, like, to me, the same as forests at night. They're the same thing. As long as it's a farm in the middle of nowhere, you can't see any other farms. You can't see, like, a good road with, like, four lanes on it. 
They're the same thing as Forrest. Fuck them forever. You almost grew up in this sort of location, but there were houses around. Were there? I mean, sort of. Like, you could see yeah, your dad's yeah. house from your grandmother's house. Yeah. From my yard, I could see three houses. Yeah. From my bedroom window right now, I can see 30 houses. Yes. From my grandmother's house down there, you could see no other houses. No other houses. Correct. No, you don't know that. <clears throat> not that one. You've shown me the old oh, okay. one. Stop. She isn't alone, though. There's another old dude. He's on oxygen in his bed the whole movie. Yeah, he had a um pretty easy roll. Yeah, just lay there and he bed. laid there and died. And go <clears throat> sometimes. <clears throat> Did you see that bitch? When she do bite you? Yes. What's her fucking problem? She jumped up and bit my hand. Stormy. And then she started licking herself. Like, no, I didn't. I'm gonna have to keep this in the podcast, Stormy. You're gonna be in it. So this shit creeps me out. The sounds of desolation. You have wolves and sheep, wind chimes that horrify the fucking animals. I don't like it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. This movie is very atmospheric. Yeah. That is where most of the horror comes from in this yeah, movie. Yeah, that's the only reason why it was even scary was because they made the atmosphere scary. It was... Like, the movie kind of sucked. But the atmosphere was very scary. Yeah. This was a pretty scary movie. So I think I want to live in a town forever. Like, could you imagine? You don't know what you want. I'm starting to think I'd like to live in a town forever after seeing this. Could you imagine us moving to the country like around here? So none of us have to quit our jobs. It's still pretty local. We moved to the country and I'm just scared after 5 p.m. all winter. I'm just scared all the time to go outside and shit. Like, no, we can't go grocery shopping right now. Because you're scared of the dark. There's ghosts out there and goats and bears and um, beats Battlestar Galactica. Oh, my God. That's an office reference. Too. <laughs> She's trying to you end this podcast early. so hard. <laughs> thrown onto the bed. So ladies chopping onions. This is mother. Very poor technique. She hears that chair moving behind her. She don't even give a fuck. No, she doesn't take the knife or anything. Monday. They tell you what day it is, as if it matters. They want you to know it's Monday, but I didn't even know what day it was originally. Right. I'm guessing it was Sunday, but I have no way to know. I'm assuming it was Sunday. Louise has arrived. Her mom is not pumped to see her, repeatedly telling her she shouldn't have come. And mother knows best. Mm -hmm. For sure, this is good advice. Uh, we meet some farmhands. Everyone agrees the old lady looks like shit. For her part, Louise also kind of looks like shit. Yeah. Like you can tell she's like, you can tell this is a beautiful, beautiful woman. You know what I mean? But in this movie, she don't look so great. No. She looks tired, and exhausted, gaunt, gaunt, depressed, and worn down. Yeah. Life has beaten the shit out of this woman. So we sit down for a nice dinner. The mom's pretty depressed too. She's crying. Everyone's kind of confused as what the fuck is going on, myself included. Like, I'm right there with Michael and Louise. I have no fucking clue what's going on. So was I. Her brother Michael is, like I said, he's also there. Louise's solution to leaving mother alone out here was she should have hugged her. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of that in this movie. That is what this movie is about. You should hug people? No. You should love guilt. people? It's about guilt. Guilt? And what you should have done for people before they were gone. Oh. Wow. It is. That's what the whole movie's about. How you feeling? Got Fine. any guilt? No, I don't give a fuck. Okay. You'll find out where my guilt, where I, how, where my feelings are on all this situation throughout the course of this fucking podcast. Okay. Hugging her probably wouldn't have worked. Wouldn't have made much of a difference. Michael announces to his sister he's going to take a shower. You don't need to let your sister know you're going to take a shower. Sure you do. No, you don't. The only people you need to let know you're taking a shower is people on Snapchat. <laughs> Otherwise, you don't need to tell anyone else because no one cares. No one gives a fuck. I always have to announce when I shower. I'm a mom. Yeah, that's true. But it doesn't make a difference if you announce it. There's still a They're shot still someone to is come... coming to... yeah. in there, in here, at least knocking on a door to bother you. Mm -hmm. Asking me a question that definitely could not wait 10 minutes until after I was out of the shower. Mm -hmm. Definitely passed by their father to come ask me the question. 
yeah, like, why wouldn't you want to stop showering to hear, I toasted a marshmallow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mothers, you, you arguably don't need to announce you're getting a shower because it makes no difference. You're right. Now Louise is hearing shit. The door is open, so she closes it. Here's what's cool about this movie. I have no fucking clue what's going on or what to expect. I kind of like going into a movie and being into a movie like, we're, what, half hour into this movie? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the fuck's going on. Kinda I don't dig- like that. I kind of dig it. There's a point where I want to know what's going on, and it's like, it's coming up. Like, you can start reading a book without ever reading, like, the back of it to see what the fucking book's about. Like, you just will start reading a book blind and you'll just start watching a movie blind and i am not that person yes i will judge a book by its cover if i see a book that looks cool i'll be like oh i'm reading that i will read the wikipedia page about the movie so that i know exactly what's coming there is a point though where it's too much like if you're 80 percent of the way into the movie and you don't know what's going on too much everyone is lonely even though they're together it's so awkward like, that's that's another thing. Loneliness, theme mm-hmm. of this movie. They are all together. They are all alone, though, still. Now Mother is singing, and it shouldn't even be creepy. But it's fucking creepy that Mother is singing. Yeah. Well, she's singing a hymn. Yeah. But I thought old people did that. This was before she knew she was like, before we knew she was like an atheist. Yeah. It becomes weirder then. You're right. But I like, because your grandmother probably sings hymns. Yeah. She's probably like, glory. I can't, I cannot name one like psalm or hymn. I don't know any of them. Can you tell me one? Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. This sign. That one? Yeah, but that's not the tune. For the Bible tell. That one. That is the tune. Yeah, kind of. All right. I know some hymns then. She is now trying to warn Michael. It's not what you think. She is telling them to leave, but she, she really isn't forcing the issue. Like, she could she could be more forceful about this. She's just like, shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not enough to get... I knew that was going to start. That's not enough to get somebody to leave. What is enough to get me to let someone leave is that meowing. Oh, baby. I wouldn't let her stay on my lap. She was incensed. So she's just chopping um, vegetables. Very poor technique. While a chair slides around the kitchen, just like earlier. This time it's carrots. Last time it was onions. Mm -hmm. Chopping intensifies. Like, it definitely intensifies so much that the closed captioning said that. Yep. She has cut off all of her fingers. And still chopping them. Yeah, then she dices the pieces. It was very brutal, and I didn't like it. I didn't either. Hard to watch. I called it, though. Yes, hard to watch, but well shot. Like, it was good. Just hard to watch. Some old lady cut her fucking fingers off and then chop them up like little tiny onions. They weren't onions, they were carrots. Yeah, but she chopped her fingers like little tiny onions, like how you would chop up onions to put in, like, meatloaf. (laughs) Pretty gross. It is now Tuesday. The kids are up and mother is missing. Father continues to just be comatose in bed. Louise finds mother. She is hanging with the sheep, literally, Mm -hmm. from her neck. I will be marking this as a kill because I'm not sure what killed or if this was a suicide, like what killed her or if it was a suicide. I'm I'm saying every suicide is a kill because they were forced to do it by the devil. Agreed. So what I have is... Five deaths. Mm-hmm. For sure, and probably six. Probably six. Wednesday. So Tuesday was short. All they did was found mom. Yeah, and cried. Yeah. Wednesday. So thus far, Louise has done three things the whole time she's been there. She's been grumpy. And grumpy puss the whole time. She screamed. And she has chain smoke cigarettes. That's it. She's done nothing else mm-hmm. besides be grumpy, scream, smoke. Both Michael and Louise are standing guard around father's bed when the knitting nurse arrives. People knitting all around me. You were knitting. She was knitting. 
Now the nurse is spilling her guts about the weird shit her mom was saying. She'd sit with him and whisper to father, but it was like she was talking to someone else. Mm -hmm. Someone else is the devil. Mm -hmm. Nurse nurse offers to set something up for overnight. Michael wants father moved to the hospital. Louise probably dooms everyone by saying she will stay overnight. Gets everyone, everyone fucking killed. Mm -hmm. Nurse, everyone killed because of this shit. Because, you know why? She feels fucking guilty because the mom died, killed herself. And the mom wanted to stay there with him. Correct. So she's like... This is what they wanted. That's yes. what she said. Those, These fucking last wishes of people need to chill out. Like, be reasonable with the last wishes. No mausoleums. <laughs> nothing like that. So we're back to the fucking mannequin. These mannequins, at this point, I'm like, they're going to fucking do something. I know they're going to do something. The fucking mannequins never do anything. How no, fucking? No, I expected it too, because they they had all the music and the ambiance, and they would zoom in real close and then just cut. And the mannequins were in a million scenes. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just because mannequins are just scary in general. They are. Why are they? Because they look so human-like. But they're not. But they're human. not. So I fucking you, don't like expect them to move. Like when you're at a funeral and you're looking at the dead person, you breathing. Expect, yeah, you expect them to breathe. I appreciate the silver mannequin that looks enough not like a human. Yeah. For me to not be terribly freaked out about it. Mm-hmm. It also blinds you when they put them in windows. Yes. And the sun shines off them. I don't appreciate that. For some reason, um, for some reason, Mother made Louise a wedding dress. I don't know if that's a future or a past wedding, but it looks pretty new. So I'm assuming that's what she was working on at the beginning of the movie. Why? I have no idea. What did that have to do with anything? I'm know. sure there's a reason for it. It seemed like too big a deal for it not to have like... A purpose, but it escapes me. Louise is curious about who she was talking to. Michael thinks she just lost it. I'm perplexed as to why there is a sheep graveyard. Mm. Why did there any sheep? Only our favorites. I'm fucking weird. Mother was always a little weird. Yeah. Well, our one friend has favorites of animals at her farm and... I'm sure some of them get special graves where others don't. Maybe, but maybe I just don't. Maybe I just I'm I'm not in tune with the farm life. You're not. Maybe maybe I'm out of bounds here. And if I am farm farmers of America, I'm sorry. I just think it's a little weird. Louise is in the shower. I love shower for horror movies. Like not even the nudity or whatever. It's just like the most vulnerable place you can possibly right. be. So it's like a, nothing in this <clears throat> nothing in this movie is terribly like inventive. All the jump scares, but it's just put together well. And <clears throat> Jesus fucking Christ. I told you this cold makes you feel like you're drowning in your own secretions. And sh- like I have a shower scene tattooed on my arm. I love it. It's it's so good for horror cuz you're naked. You can't see who's in the room with you. Mm-hmm. You can't fight back because you're slipping on the floor. It's the it's like the perfect trope mm-hmm. for a horror movie. There's doors opening, everything, all the noises. She opens the curtains and it's her father. He was pissing himself. He I am surprised you didn't piss yourself. I screamed so loud. You shrieked bloody murder. Someone heard you. Someone in this town heard you. Because you scream so loud. This is the only jump scare that got Carolyn. Yeah. And there was quite a few jump scares, but this one, it got me good. Y- you haven't gotten jump scared like that since, what movie was it when you floated off the bed when you got jump scared? Wasn't that The Grudge? It might have been. It was The Grudge. Yes, it was. You haven't I'm gotten jump scared like that. for you from that movie. Carolyn, didn't you like demoralize me and crush my soul enough today? Did I? What, with the pumpkins? Yeah. Stomped all over my fucking ego. You should be used to that. That's the problem. I am getting used to it. Then you can stop the contest at any time. I can go out undefeated. Everybody loves it. Including you. And I'm going to win one year. I'll be so sad. And then we'll quit. Yeah, we will quit. If I beat Carolyn once, Carolyn can beat me 10 times. If I beat her once, she'll be like, well, I quit. It's annoying. I'm a sore loser. I don't do things unless I can win. 
So if you win 90% of the time, that means you can't win. Like you can obviously win. Rich, you don't understand. You're right. Michael obviously doesn't buy into this because um, dad is in the bed. Yes, he, he's he did, still sleeping. Yeah, so he did find his mother's diary, though. So here's the thing. Never mind, I don't think it is. <laughs> I was going to say everybody that the devil impersonates is a dead person. But I don't know about the priest. I don't know if he's actually impersonating the priest she calls cause it, or not. Right. Because you don't see him. So you don't know if that's the same priest. And you don't know about that kid's granddaughter, if she's alive or dead. But everyone else that the devil impersonates is dead. So dad's I, not dead. Who's not dead? The dad's not dead. I was saying maybe he was dead the whole time. Well, they were saying. Yeah. Like she was saying in her diary that they're already dead. Yeah, they're already gone. Yeah. Yeah, so. I don't know. Or she was there. She was saying she doesn't feel anything. She was dead inside, and even Michael started saying that mm-hmm. he doesn't have any feelings while he's there. Mm-hmm. Michael um, does find the mother's diary. He only read the last page. It's a lot, so I didn't transcribe it. But basically, the mother is saying the devil is killing the dad and wants his soul. Mm-hmm. It's now Thursday. This is going faster than a week of vacation time for me. Mm-hmm. Moving. Now Michael is starting to believe. She couldn't possibly have moved the tub to hang herself. Louise is now reading the diary, and there are fucking mannequins everywhere. And they don't do anything. For some reason, we we go to the morgue then. I I guess they want to see her on the slab. I don't know why we're there. I don't know either. Not like they needed to do an autopsy. They was obvious how she died. Yeah. um... They're like, oh, well, he did say, do you want to do the paperwork now uh, yeah not and really he sure handed what her, he needs he to handed do. them a bag of crosses that the mom kept in the pocket yeah cut this whole scene yeah cut the whole fucking thing um, though I, it does show that that priest was visiting her and that's how she got the crosses which means either that priest really is a person who was visiting her and the devil it was impersonating for them, yes. or it was the devil the whole time. Yes, or one or the other, but it's hard to know. I would imagine, I would imagine the priest was visiting her, and the devil's impersonating that priest, and he just got one of the crosses out of the bag. Because I don't know if the when he's um, when he's pretending to be people, if he can um, like bring objects. You know what I mean? I think he can only pretend to be the person bring objects i mean he's wearing clothes oh yeah well ghosts wear clothes which is really dumb maybe maybe not i don't know how ghosts work i don't understand how a ghost can't open a door but they can wear clothes i mean no goddamn sense well they're fake clothes they're like ghost clothes ghost clothes yeah ghost clothes they're like part of the ghost oh my god now fucking no I'm... ghosts should just be naked well, that's stupid no, it's not. You want to see a naked-ass ghost? I don't want to see a ghost at all. But if you see one, it should be naked, because why would it be wearing clothes? Clothes can't be dead. I think if you're a ghost, you should wear whatever the average thing you wore was. So whatever, or no, whatever you wore the most, whatever shirt you wore the most, combined with whatever pair of pants you wore the most in your whole life. I think we need to get back to this movie. This is going to be a two-hour-long okay. podcast. Yeah, you're right. Michael covers the hand at the um, morgue. And yeah, because she cut her fucking fingers off. Yeah. I wouldn't want to look at that shit either. I thought it was going to move. So did I. Thank fuck it didn't. Yeah. Dad is coughing and choking and spiders are coming out of his fucking mouth, but only Louise can see them. She is losing it just like her mom. She needs to start reading that fucking diary. Here's the thing. this I don't know what was real in this movie at all. So this whole entire movie is open to interpretation. I don't know what was real. I don't even know if that nurse was real. Good point. Just put this motherfucker in a home. Put him anywhere. They tried. Yeah, eventually. Louise finds some leftover blood to wipe up. I thought there was going to be another jump scare. And at this point in time, they've got me so worried 
that there's going to be a jump scare. Like, I'm always just worried there's going to be a jump scare. Yeah, they weren't jumping when you thought they were going to jump, and then they were jumping when you didn't, and you felt safe for a few minutes. Yeah. I was thinking there was going to be some huge jump scare at some point, and it never comes. Like, the huge one that really gets you. Well, that one caught me. That was in the beginning. But I thought they were preparing you. For more. Yeah, for one big one. The, the grand finale, the coup de grace. Someone clicked on the white light to wake Michael. It was no one, which means it was the devil. Back to bed. Click. Lights out. Look out the window. Walk across the room to look out the window. That was scary. Him mm-hmm. walking across the fucking room, I was scared. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. This I thought someone was going to jump out. See dead mom outside. Just hear mom singing. there, grinning. Yeah, hear mom singing inside. Walk past mom in room, don't notice her. Turn on light. She disappears. Mm-hmm. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta move out on Friday. They need to leave the house. Yeah. All like they know now, both of them. It's it's one thing to not believe the sister that you don't even like. He don't like her. It's another thing to to ignore it happening to you too. Like you got you got have to leave. Yeah, it's time to go. Leave that man upstairs to rot. <laughs> leave him to die. Who gives a fuck? The nurse will come in. She'll notice no one's there. She'll be like, "Yeah, I fucking get it. Fucking just leave. Fuck that guy." It's her. It's their daddy. Fuck that guy. Fuck him. All right. She wakes up with a bloody face, but it turns out it was lipstick. Yeah. It looked like she was chewing on her dad. That's what I thought was happening. It was weird because she like uncovered him. Like, is she looking to see if she bit his dick off? I, I thought that too. Like, what is she doing? Why is she uncovering him? <laughs> it would have been really dark and wicked had she bit her father's yeah, dick off for no really reason. Bad, yeah. Wall phone rings. The operator's on the other line. She hangs up, phone rings, mom's on the other line, mm-hmm. basically saying, told you so. Just she said, pl- I told you not to come. Please leave. All I'm saying this whole fucking movie is please leave. And now Michael is meeting the priest. Weirdly, like, Michael was not expecting this encounter, which this is why I believe that this priest wasn't real, because the priest is on that land. Yeah, he's just staying in there at the end of the driveway. Right, and that's weird. Like, yeah. what, he just fucking walk How there? How did he get there? He just fucking walk there? Yeah. Middle of fucking nowhere. But at least now we know where all the crosses came from. He's offering his assistance. Michael doesn't like him. Louise is skeptical why he didn't help. He said he did help. Yeah. Michael acting like the priest was filling her head with lies. She was alone. And he pretty pointedly blamed them Mm -hmm. for leaving her alone the hubris of these fucking atheists to question this man of God. He said your truth. Yeah. It's a stormy night. Michael on the phone in dad's room with his wife. He has kids. He needs to fucking leave. He has children. Louise in the barn with the fucking goats. These people love to split up and one of them go hang out with the fucking goats, which are like... Yeah, but one was kidding. Who had cares? to. Yeah, probably having little spawns of Satan. Because <gasps> goats are like the animal representation of the fucking devil. The devil's in there and they're like, I'm going to go chill with the fucking goats that are the devil. The devil. I'm going to go chill with the devil is basically what they're saying every single time. She's reading the book and the wind chimes are a clanging. There's a shadow rising behind her. Still no jump scare. And nothing I'm happens. Expecting one there. Yeah. Nothing happens. That's like, I'm like, they're really setting us up for something. Mm-hmm. Michael is finally coming clean. He's admitting to seeing her. And just, just, just damn you. Just leave. Leave, leave. Please leave. Leave. He has children. She can stay. I don't fucking care if she stays. She barely seems like she wants to be alive anyway. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He loves his children and his he wife. Should go home. He should go home. More wolves howling, just like the priest said. Mother saw the wolf. That's why the wolves are howling. Yeah. Real clever. Michael is awake again at night. So is Louise. They're both going to get this experience. It's the priest. He wants them to go outside, which seems suspicious because it's three in the morning. Yes. And Michael goes to step outside and she's like, wait. And he goes, don't wait. I'm like, uh. Yeah. He really wants them to come outside. It's like the opposite of a vampire. Uh-huh. 
Like trying to lure him out. Yeah, why why does the devil need them to go outside? Why can't he just go fucking do whatever he wants to do? Louise shines the flashlight. It's not the priest. It's weird fucking dead eyes, white fucking eyes. Yeah, it's the, the possessed priest, and he asks <laughs> us he wants some rope. Yeah. But she didn't at the time. Michael went outside like an asshole, and I thought, again, something's happening to Michael. The motherfucker has kids, and he's outside. Nope. Priest disappears. No one's there. Phone Lu- rings. Louise is going to answer the phone. It sounds like it's Charlie trying to get a hold of them. Charlie's a ranch hand that we kind of know. Mm-hmm. But, like, don't care about, really. I don't give a fuck about this guy. He's paranoid, and he's loading a shotgun. And I'm hoping they're demon-killing bullets. <laughs> because what the fuck is that going to do? It, Sam and Dean's going to be there. <laughs> yeah. He needs to get some fucking salt and some iron. <laughs> or he's fucked. There's a demon in the trailer. I think it's Louise, but it could also be his granddaughter. Right. We are not sure. We're not sure. And if it is his granddaughter, and she said, you made me do this. Yes, that makes more sense. That would make more sense that the devil can only... Be people that are dead. Be people that are dead. Right. So, I think it's his granddaughter. I think it's granddaughter, And too. she killed herself. Once I, when she showed up at their house, I was like, oh, it was her. How? I, yeah, that's when she, I was like, I oh, mean, that was her. It Louise looked like was, both of them were there. It looked like Louise was behind at the end. And the granddaughter was in the front and like that. Pro- I think he probably molested that girl and she killed herself. Really? Yes. Because hmm. well, how else would he have made her do it? I don't know. I mean, people who experience loved ones killing themselves always blame themselves. Maybe. Anyway, I think I think it's her. I think it's little girl. Because that's what she's cast as. Okay. So he shoots himself in the face. Yeah, he does the only thing he can do with that shotgun in this situation and kills himself. Very brutally. And now it's Saturday. There's something here, okay? They said they haven't heard from Charlie in two days. Mm-hmm. On Sunday, little girl shows up and said he shot himself two days ago, mm-hmm. which would have been three days from the last time they heard from him. Mm-hmm. So there's a little timeline fuckery there. I think the whole point was they heard from him and he was dead. Yeah. I think they make it abundantly clear what day it is because the days don't make sense. I don't think anything in this movie is true. I think it's all told from the perspective of an unreliable narrator, the whole thing. That's a thought. Louise is calling Father Thorne, and this is another reason why I think that. Father Thorne is supposedly the priest that went to see them. Mm-hmm. He has no fucking clue what she's talking about. So he's, he's a, never even been to Texas. He's in Chicago. Now, he had a daughter named Louise that killed herself years ago. And she sounds just like her. Yes. So, is she talking to that priest? Maybe not. Is there some weird fucking time warp thing going on here where all of this is an illusion? Right. Or is the devil also working through her now and talking to this priest and yes. then now moving on to someone else? Yes. I don't think because there's... Because she's quote unquote dead now too. Yes. I don't think there's one... Um... I don't think there's one way you can... Look at this movie. No. I think there's a million different ways you can take this movie. I don't like that. Why not? It's choose your own adventure. You can see this movie however you want. I'm a girl and I don't like making decisions. Why I'm bi. That's true. And Polly, I'm not making any decisions. I want all of them. Just choose for me. Tell me what I want. I refuse. Dad is getting worse. The doctors won't move him. I'm not even convinced the doctor is real. I don't even think that's a real doctor. I think that's the devil. I don't think. Yeah. He won't even make it to the end of the driveway. Well, if he's that fucking sick, he should go to the hospital. Yeah. What's what are you like? No, what's he going to do do with a breathing tube at home? That's all he had. And it wasn't even a breathing tube. All he had was a nasal cannula of oxygen. Yeah. He didn't. They didn't feed him. Or water him, or bathe him, or nothing. The whole time he's like, he didn't go to the bathroom. He don't have a catheter. Mm-hmm. Like, how is this homeboy living this whole week 
with just an oxygen cannula? The answer is he's not. That's why the, when the mother said it's not it's not as it seems. Yeah, because he's dead. Not. He's dead. Or she, not even she there. She was probably fucking dead. Yeah. Although no, I think she was alive until she killed herself because they left. Well, no, because he can fucking see shit. Not even there too. When he goes home, he sees shit that's not real. So, I think everybody was dead when they got there. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I, this movie's fucked up and I don't like it. Just smother the dad with a fucking pillow. Well, yeah, you might as well. I mean, holy fuck. Or just take the oxygen off of him. Michael has... <laughs> that's the only thing keeping him alive. Yeah. But... Michael has daughters. Like, fucking go home. Yeah. And I kind of wondered why the devil doesn't fuck with the nurse. The devil's like, I'll show you why. Eventually. Mm-hmm. He does. She thinks it's love keeping his soul safe. Mm-hmm. I don't think his soul safe. I think his soul is Gonzo because he's dead. For some reason, we've got a one-legged goat. Michael breaks its neck before finding a field of dead goats. Michael's going to look for a second opinion, and they have a Candyman-style bonfire with all the goats. Mm-hmm. They have about five goats left somehow. Michael wants to go sit with them because he's a psychopath. I told you it was because one was kidding. I, I don't care. He's going full fuck those kids. He's like, devil's hair, I'm going to hang with the goats. I care more about those baby goats than my babies at home. And he delivered the babies and then he went to his babies at home. Too late. He also wants Louise to stay with father. So they're splitting up, which is supremely stupid, I think. But well, in every horror movie, you should not ever split up. Yeah. I don't think they know they were in a horror movie. No, they don't know they're in a horror movie. That's a good point I don't think people think about. That they don't know they're in a horror movie, and we do. <laughs> when you say, oh, don't split up. Well, they don't know that they're yeah. in a horror movie like like we do. We have more information than them. Yeah. But in this one... It was pretty obvious they were in a horror movie. Yeah. They should know at this point that they're in a fucking horror movie. But he doesn't want the soul to be alone in the end. And the stupid chimes again. Michael is going to fight the devil with a pocket knife. But it's not the devil. It's mother singing. That's like a major final boss. And she's fucking naked. So I, I call this one boob. There's one boob in this yeah, movie. And it, it is old, decri- old lady, decaying lady tit. De- yes. <laughs> fucking dare you. We get so few boobs in these movies for some, somehow, like. But you get the old lady been dead for a week tit. You couldn't pick movies for a horror podcast with less boobs if you fucking tried <laughs> than I do by accident. It's crazy. But when we get them. We sure know how to get an old lady boob. This isn't even the first old lady tip we've seen in a movie for Uh-oh. this podcast. She gets in his face, disappears. Then she sneaks up behind him and whispers, come to me. And he nearly cuts his own throat, but he manages to not kill himself. Shows a lot of restraint there. Boy, you don't want your mama to say that in your ear. That's kind of creepy. No, no, that's not good. He's back in the house having a crisis with the knife. I thought he was sneaking into the dad's room to do what needed to be done. Louise sleeping next to father. I think he's going to kill him. Louise wakes up. But it's the devil, not Michael. He's in the bed torturing father. It's, it kind of sounds like he's like fucking riding father. Yeah, it did. Like he's taking father for a ride. And then dad's in the fucking ceiling. Didn't we just talk about how scary it is to have people on the fucking ceiling? Yes. Was that on the podcast or was that just no, a conversation? No, it was just me and, me and you. What the fuck did we watch that that happened? didn't watch anything i was asking you what we watched for a different reason and it was the grudge was it the grudge too was it the on grudge? the ceiling i thought we watched a movie recently where someone was on the ceiling i asked you that question for a different reason oh, and okay. you said there was multiple movies we watched where people were on the ceiling and that got into the conversation of why is that so fucking scary right because people end up on the crawl on the walls and on the ceiling. Yeah, I don't I don't like it. The scariest person on the ceiling scene is hereditary. Where the mom's on the ceiling cutting her own throat with the piano wire. Ugh. Oh, that's fucking horrifying. I don't like that. But it's going to get played out if people keep throwing motherfuckers on the ceiling. Apparently it was a dream, but I doubt it. Sunday. Sunday, bloody Sunday. Oh, it's bloody. Dad has cuts on his neck. She's looking for Michael. Instead, there's a little girl at the door. Her name? Little girl. It's Charlie's granddaughter. She's there to let them know Charlie killed himself. For some fucking reason, Louise invites her inside. 
Like, that's hell. You yeah. don't you don't invite anyone in. Mm-mm. You say you don't want to come in here today because it's not good in here. Yeah. Had a bit of a crisis. My mom killed herself. And it, everyone is committing suicide. Everyone's trying to die. You should leave. Yeah. Do not come in. Yeah. We. You shouldn't come you in. Should protect the little girls. Not invite them into hell. Yeah. The girl smells him. He's close now. He's rotting. I thought she meant the devil. She was talking about the dad. Yeah. He's he's dead and rotting. Yeah. Michael is unreachable. Unreachable at this point. I thought he's probably fucking dead. I did too. Hopefully he's just gone. That's what I said. Nurse has arrived late. Okay, Michael has driven away. He fled. Smart. He has kids. So you now told she's her all, she should leave too. Now she's all alone. Knitting there. Knitting nest over. Knit, knit. Wow. Knitting nurse overhears the conversation and smiles. Because that motherfucker got his hooks in her. Mm-hmm. He tricked her. He deceives her. She's holding the knitting needles menacingly with bugs on her face. Yeah. Once that spider comes out of her face, like, you know. Yeah. She's done. Michael is right. Everyone has told her to leave. He should have left. He's <clears throat> right. I mean, he could have taken her. But she wouldn't have left. He even said that. Yeah. That he knows she wouldn't have left. Nurse is screaming because she stabbed herself through the fucking cheek with the knitting needle. Yes, this is why we don't use straight needles, okay? Only circular needles. Yes. That's that's a tip from an expert. Now she is beating the fuck out of Louise and dragging her around the house. She's also poking her own eyes out with the needles. Yeah, that was brutal. It was and, really gross. Yeah, and she thinks Jesus told her to do this. Mm-hmm. She says, I... I hear you, Jesus. I, you, I feel Jesus. you. Yeah, that's not Jesus, lady. No. Jesus don't want you to poke your eyes out. Jesus wants you to give, like, fish to poor people or something. Mm-hmm. Bread. Dunk them, in the, dunk them in the fucking pool. Shit like that. That's what Jesus wants. Sandals. So she's dead. Michael is home. Becky and the kids are not. The children are dead, as is Becky. And I was, like, deflated. I was Me like, too. I don't like this movie I now. I hate when they kill children. I was like, that's too far. Mm-hmm. And Michael accomplishes cutting his own throat. Sadly for him, the girls aren't dead. As soon as he cut his throat, I was like, I don't know if they're really there. Yeah. He looks over. Kitchen table's clean. Yeah. There are no dead children on it. Yeah. He was seeing things. And then he's like, fuck. Mm-hmm. What have I done? Grabs his neck. Too late now. Yeah. Everyone fucking told him, leave. You shouldn't have come. I don't know if it would have made a difference if he had left immediately. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Devil like has hooks in him. It's too late now. Like, once you show up, you're done for. Uh, Louise is going to leave the dad finally. She made it as, fall, uh, as far as falling down the steps in front of the house. Mm-hmm. And then she heard him choking. Yeah. And she can't bear it. Now Michael is outside screaming. Why is Michael outside screaming? He's trying to lure her away from the dad. Why? He's dead. Why is the devil doing that? The devil is trying to lure her away from her dad so because he can have her dad soul. is almost dying. Oh, so he can have the soul? Yeah. All the candles are out. Dad is choking. Dad seemingly dies. So it didn't matter. Like, who gives a shit? Because he didn't get to take the dad's soul because she was there loving him. And now the mother is here. Hopefully with her tits covered. The devil attacks. Movie's over. We get a scream and that's it. So he might not got the dad's soul, but he got hers because she was alone. Yep. With no one to love her because her entire family fucking dead. Yeah. We are to assume she's dead. I didn't count her, though, because we didn't see it. But it's it's pretty fucking likely she's Which dead. Which is good, because then they won't make a second one of this stupid-ass movie. Wow. So, it was a rough movie to watch. Um, there are a lot of scenes are hard to take. And it is very stressful and suspenseful. They never fucking let off it. And it's also not straightforward at all. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't I don't mind that as much. And I don't mind, like, the lack of a happy ending. I don't think movies need happy endings because you don't always get a fucking happy ending in life. So yeah. why should you with the movies? So I liked it a good bit. I gave it a four out of five on Letterboxd. Ew. Just because... I would have given it a two. I believe that. It's all about guilt and grief. What you should have done for people before it was too late. And then overcompensating to give everything to those that are left. Feeling so guilty you'll give up your life for someone that is already gone. Ooh. That's what I got from it. That's brutal. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't a fun one. Ouch. That's deep, too. 
evil is everywhere, regardless of if its basis is in reality or what its origin is. It does exist, and you can be swallowed up by it even, or maybe especially, when acting with the best of intentions. Do you have, like, a target audience? No, that's just what I felt about the movie. Yikes. Like I said, I liked it. I like movies. And I might be completely wrong about that, too, but that's what I got from it. And I think with all the questions that the movie leaves unanswered and the wonky timelines and all that bullshit, I think you can kind of draw a lot of conclusions about what the movie was about. Yeah. So The Dark and the Wicked has a 91% critic score and 63% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. I am not even remotely surprised the critic score is so much higher than the audience score because critics love that shit too. Like the unanswerable, the this is so deep shit. Critics yeah. fucking jerk off over that stuff. So I'm not surprised by that. Even though I liked it too. There isn't a budget. I couldn't find a budget for the movie. And it had its theatrical theatrical release destroyed by COVID. So the box office was only four hundred twenty two grand. Mm-hmm. Um, no idea if it was a monetary success or not. But Shutter, it's like a Shutter exclusive. Shutter put it out or whatever. We mm-hmm. watched it on Shutter, so I'm sure they got a good amount of money from Shutter, who's owned by AMC. So you didn't like it, Mm-mm. not at all. Mm-mm. Where do you rank it? Um, between It Follows and Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, this is like... this is Third from the bottom. It Follows vibes a little bit. Yeah, but... I liked It Follows a smidge better. Yeah, It Follows is awesome. Um, no. <laughs> yes, it is. No. I just like calling the monster and it the It Follows. An STD? <laughs> I just like... I call it the It Follows. The it the whole Follows, time. yeah. And people are like, just assume that's what it's actually called. I'm like, no, I don't think it has a name. So it's called, because It Follows is, they're both capitalized. So yeah. that's its name, the It Follows. So do you have anything else to add? No, nah, man, I'm good. I think I added quite a bit to this podcast. I, I agree. Say goodbye, Carolyn. Goodbye, Carolyn.